Okay, I'm here at uh, Casual Connect in Seattle, and with me today are some special guests. How about you introduce yourself? Greg Ron. I'm Aaron Walls. And I'm Jesse Holt. Okay, and what are you guys, um, so you guys have a booth called the Game Audio Alliance. What's that about? So we are the Game Audio Alliance. We are a collaboration of different studios that has come together to form an umbrella company. Um, myself, I'm from Walls Music. Uh, Greg Ron is from Sound Minds. And we also have two members, Kevin Tone and Barry Dowsett from Sound Rangers. And Jesse Holt here was the in-house uh, sound designer for Game House for about 10 years. And I'm just jessehalt.com. And he's jessehalt.com. So we've known each other for a few years now, and we have very similar artistic kind of uh, viewpoints. And we collaborated in the audio tracks here at Casual Connect, which are all the educational tracks. And in doing so, we discovered that um, there aren't too many large uh, audio providers in this space. Um, and rather than competing against each other and having all these small, different you know, companies, we thought collaborating as one larger uh, group with more to offer together, you know, the, um, the sum is larger than all the parts kind of idea. And so, so far, that's been very successful. So people can go to your website and then just have a list of all the audio options or people who can create audio or sites that where they can buy audio? Is that is that what you mean by combining everything together or is it something else? Right, so what I mean by combining everything together is uh, developers can come to us through our website, um, gameaudioalliance.com or um, through our phone number, 888-400-3511. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter and all of that. And they can work with us um, as one company. So they, they um, send us, you know, the and we can get through it and, you know, send them a quote and that kind of thing and work on the project as one company. Basically, when, when uh, you know, also in addition to, to that concept is that you've got five people that have vast, um, you know, years of experience of knowledge of, of you know, creating audio content. Yeah. And all of us have, uh, have our special little niche and when you combine that under one roof, under one business, you've got an extremely powerful company that can do anything in game audio. And that's not hyperbole, that's the truth. And, you know, let's talk about game audio um, in games. Basically, for most developers, audio is usually an afterthought or something at the end. Can you, first of all, distinguish between music versus sound design in games and uh, the benefit of both and stuff like that? Well, it's all sound design, because music is sound as well. Um, I think, um, of course, you know, music is going to be the mood setter. It's going to have a strong mood setting effect on the whole game. And then uh, when we talk about sound design, we're usually referring to sound effects, ambient sounds that exist in the world, interface sounds, things like that. Which I think also are very important for setting the overall atmosphere and tone of a world and especially uh, engaging the players and bringing them in. To me, uh, you know, sound design is, is uh, something that I think a lot of players, maybe developers and, and players, uh, sort of, we do things that they don't under, understand and they just take for granted. 
for me, um, a lot of times when I would do sound design for video games, it would be I would create music and I would create sound effects that worked with it. That would be harmonically um, cooperative with it or dissonant with it. I would create sound effects that were, um, you know, EQ'd to be to work well with other portions of the game. So there's a lot to think about, you know. It's like to to kind of place audio in certain compartments and and uh, to have it function with the other parts of the game, you know, the, even the graphics, you know, to, to have a tone that sounds good with this. Sounds weird, but have it have sounds that look good with this color or with this type of graphic or these types of movement. That's sound design. And also, I would add, like, I think that sound design um, is especially beneficial. Um, a lot of developers um, use, like, sample libraries, sound libraries, yeah. and because it's uh, very cheap. Yeah. And, uh, and there's nothing um, inherently wrong with that or anything. Um, so they go in, and, and but if they don't have a trained ear and they don't have this experience, you know, especially working with games, and they just plug in um, sounds willy-nilly, you know, these sounds are recorded in different rooms. They're recorded um, in, in different, uh, uh, what do you say, like spatially away from a mic. So things like that where if they're plugging them all together and they aren't kind of in the same category, they're going to sound unrealistic. Um, and so therefore they're not going to draw on the player as much. And that is, to me, where like sound design is an art form, where a sound designer understands all of those things. And we can just listen to hundreds of different cat meows and tell you all about that cat. We can tell you how far the mic away is away from the cat. We can tell you what kind of mic it was recorded with sometimes, you know, and, and all of that kind of thing. You know, that's what sound design, that's the value of sound design. It's very hard to explain, you know. And can you talk about specific examples of how sound has impacted games that you've worked on and, or some of the challenges you've experienced as you've worked on specific games? Um, and maybe how you've seen users respond once you've actually modified sound as you're iterating on developing the game. Um, uh, for me personally, um, when the, the hidden object games really started taking off several years ago, um, one of the challenges with, with uh, doing hidden object games is because they take so long. Or say, for instance, adventure games. But specifically hidden object games, they take a long time to do. And you're sitting there staring at a screen, you know, for minutes, if not hours at a time. So my approach um, as a sound designer was to try and um, create music and sound effects that worked well with each other, but also didn't get in the way of the gameplay, but also supported the gameplay and still was interesting. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot to consider to try and make, to make that happen, because you want some melody in there, you want some calming vibes, you want, you know, you want to make the, the, the user appreciate, you know, the game and make it comfortable for them. So, you know, you try to take that into consideration. It can, it can be a challenge, it takes skill. And can you talk about, um, you know, when you talk about music composition, what's wrong with just using a loop? Um, is that something that you consider best practice, or should people try to have sound designers or music composers just make full music? I think of a lot of times when you're creating music for video games, you're not necessarily writing songs. You're writing, uh, uh, you know, background soundscapes that have a lot of melodic content or, or have, you know, could be songs, but for me it's 
it's it's like you're it's more than a song. It's it's not only connected to the ambient sounds, but it's also connected to the sound effects. So it's it's not just a song like a band would create. And what's the difference between a game audio designer and a and a film audio designer? Or like you know, there's a lot of differences between that. I mean, um, so I don't want to sound too opinionated here, but <laughs> so I've been playing video games since the Atari 2600. Um, for me, I was a gamer. You know, I am a gamer, although I don't have much time anymore. But you know, I played like every single system all the way up from from the very beginning. Um, and I knew I was going to be a sound designer and composer for games when I was eight years old. That's what I wanted to do. Um, so I'm very familiar with the genre. I know what it feels like to play a game. And when new composers uh, come from different fields like film, they don't necessarily understand some of the differences. Um, the biggest difference I could say right off the bat is that film is linear. It happens once and it moves on and it goes on to the next scene. Video games are very circular and the same scene is repeated many times and you have to make music very carefully so that it's very interesting and doesn't take too much of attention away from the player but, but it's subtle and interesting and they don't get tired of it. Um, any last words then or pieces of advice for these small game developers who are doing these games in terms of how they should perceive audio in their games? Yeah, I think it's, it's all uh, a trade-off. You're weighing cost versus value all the time. When you go with a custom sound, you're basically creating an audio brand, an audio icon for your brand. That's really important. That'll help you set you apart from everybody. That will help identify you. Sonic branding. Um, so that's definitely going to give you an edge if you go a custom route. It's going to cost you more, but it's going to be worth it. Any other last words? And, and so what's the website again that people can visit? GameAudioAlliance.com Thank you very much. <laughs>